Never on schedule, but always on time. Welcome back to Around the Way. I am your host, Hayden Steele. And today, my guest is Nautica. We actually met in the comment section on Twitter. And she was just saying some really interesting things. So I just hit the DM and asked her, did she want to come on? And uh, that's how we got this amazing conversation here for you today. So without any further ado, this is Entanglements and Understanding. Enjoy. I just really want to talk about the whole... Uh, Jada and August Alcina thing because it is just very, very interesting. Um. <laughs> it's just, I can't believe he said anything for one, but you're entitled to his sex life too, so he can say what he want to say, you know what I mean? But it was just a surprise. I forgot all about it. I know everybody's talking about, yeah, they've been there. I forgot all about that uh, shit. I forgot so- that they even took a picture together. Hmm. Okay, so I'm trying to remember exactly what he said. He basically, um, I don't want to say he insinuated because it was definitely, he identified that him and Jada definitely had a relationship um, and that they were, that he got permission from Will. And um, this person being Jada is the person that he truly gave his heart to and truly loved and if he died today he'll have the satisfaction of knowing that he gave himself to you know someone so that that's what was said i mean if he being honest and that's the truth i don't feel like it, i don't feel like he's wrong i just feel like i mean you say what you want to say if that's how you feel like yeah. you want to say he love her he won't make sure yeah. she hear that shit yeah like that's what he did i just my thing is i know he just came out with an album and it's mm-hmm. probably dope and i only heard one person say they heard it because mm-hmm. like everybody talking about this and i just wish this would have been something like even with the interview just that they didn't make that the first thing about what everything was because now it's right. just now you're just not even listening to the album you're just trying to figure out what he said about jay exactly so because a lot of people were saying that he brought this up because he was dropping an album. So do you think that that's what he was doing? But And then I also hear you saying that even if that was what he was doing, it kind of derailed his yeah. plan of directing the attention to his album because now we don't care about the album. We, we want to know what happened. We need to think about him no more. We just talk about Jada anyway. Yeah. Yeah, she the red table talk that on us and everything, which yeah. I haven't watched, but I've seen clips, so I still <laughs> like. She basically yeah. just said like, "Yeah, it happened," and like I care for him deeply, and our whole family care for him deeply. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the whole she. I, I saw something about her saying that like, Will can't give anyone permission to have her body, which you mm-hmm. know, I agree mm-hmm. with. That's your body, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So. Like that's all I saw. I don't really, I don't, I don't know what the big deal is. It's more common than people know. You know what I mean? It's not even more. It's more common than people admit to. I, I, I'm quiet because I did what I didn't. I seen clips, but I saw a ten minute clip where yeah. he talked about what about the ish the um the situation with her in August, and I'm just trying to like wrap my thoughts around it. Because it was just a very, it just seemed very odd to me. And coming from, I'm like, I'm a licensed social worker. So, which I also, I'm a therapist. With my license, I can do therapy. And I do do therapy for work. So, 
I'm just like hearing Jada talk is very like she's using therapeutic jargon and I feel like she's using that language to cover up getting to the point like I just don't know it's something about her that is just like the way she was talking it just seems like it was so manipulative like not that she was manipulating him but she's trying to manipulate us in the situation Uh, so that it looks a certain way so she doesn't look a certain way but I just I don't know there's there's information missing and I don't know what that information is whether it's a part of the story or like just a vibe that I'm looking for from Jada to like confirm or deny or what it is but it just all seems so coded and I'm just like I still don't know I don't get it I don't understand like what is happening? I think I, they're I basically guess. trying to say, to me, this is what I got. And yes, didn't even see 10, 10 minutes worth of anything. <laughs> <laughs> I got from like the two minutes and 30 seconds that I saw. Mm-hmm. He knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. And like, they just don't expect people to like be in the uproar about it because it's not really nobody's business. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. kind of. Like they didn't invite the world into their bedroom. Into that, they yeah. Didn't want August to invite the world into their bedroom. That's probably like the biggest. Yes. Thing. But he was in there, so he was probably able to invite. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> so. so for me, it's like, because she was like, "Well, I think it's definitely that. I don't think they wanted the world to know because Jada yeah. said like this was a private matter, and now the world knows. So, but." The issue with that is just because something is private to you and when you're involving somebody else that it doesn't like you can't control how they feel or how they act or what they say or what they don't say. You are now opening things up to somebody else who can do something that's that's not conducive to what you're doing. Like if Jada thought it was private, August, like obviously was not on the same page for in de- like an indefinite time because oh, during that time he was on the same page like okay I'm gonna be quiet about it but like she didn't consider the fact that when you bring in somebody else into something what they consider private like a time frame that they consider private is different from yours I also just didn't like the way so to me it sounded like she basically trauma bonded with him because she was like I just wanted to feel good like me and Will hadn't been, like, we were pretty much over. They pretty much was saying that, like, we were over, um, and I just wanted to feel good. And I hadn't felt good in a long time. So me and August kind of, it was, first of all, it was fucking weird that they were calling him Aug. I'm like, wait, wait. Aug? Yes, they shortened <laughs> his name. Will actually admits, yes, Will actually initiated it first. He was like, yeah, when Aug came around, I'm like, who fucking Aug? Like, so, so they can stop saying his name. But they did <laughs> say Aug, they, but yeah. So that was weird. And then I don't like the fact that, I don't know, maybe it's triggering for me, or I don't know what it is. I don't like the fact that Jada used the word entangled. Like, girl, it was a relationship. You had a yeah. relationship. Just say it. Like, don't just, oh, you know, I got entangled. No, you knew what you were doing. Yeah. Y'all had an agreement of some sort, which is a relationship. And from that, 
this is what occurred. So what, what the hell are you talking about? You know, the biggest thing I got from this, <laughs> people don't respect men emotions. That's it. They don't respect male emotions. Nobody Wait, really please, does. please tell I me appreciate more about you, that. you know, sounding like you respect male emotions, but don't nobody care. Like, yeah, I want to like, know. I want to know how you got that out of this. Because when he expressed himself, everybody just made fun of him and said, why did you say something? That's and like true. women do it all the time. And like not, who cares in what way did they do it? It just happens, you know what I mean? And everybody be like, well, they can say what they want to say. It was their body. Like it was his body too. Right, 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 right. The way he felt. So he said what he said when he felt like saying it. Yeah. And like now he a joke. Yeah. And they make it. Like, you know, like, Will and Jada are going to be just fine, you know? Just people just know a little bit more of their business than they would like mm -hmm. to know. He don't get what he wanted out of all of the yeah. work that he, what yeah. he did. And I don't think anybody respect that about just how he felt. Like, it's just like, ah, you know, you fuck Jada, Jada Big Smith. Good right, job. Right, right. So, yeah, so just let it go. And I agree because, no, I agree with you because, even when I saw that vi the video, the little snippet of the interview where he was talking about Jada, I'm like, he's not lying. Like, this boy is not lying. He is literally pouring his heart out. He sounds so passionate. He sounds so full of emotion when he talks about it. I'm like, he can't be lying. You can't fake something like that. Nah. Nope. So I do agree that men are not like allowed to openly express their emotions but i wish they i wish they did more often but i, I understand i i understand the ramifications that happens when they do because look what's happening to august they talk they didn't talk about this guy down to his hair yeah. so yeah that's it's that's hard yeah it really is it really is. But, like, all right, well, speaking on, like, you know, like, just the male, not male emotion, who cares? Mm -hmm. I want to talk about, like, why I have heard so much online about Black women feeling like they aren't safe around Black men. And, Ooh. you know what I mean? Or protected by Black men. And I know that's, I know that's not all of us. Right, cause right. Because it's not. one of us. Because it's not. Yes. And, you know, one thing that I want to say about that is that I see some dudes get offended because it was like, in your head, you think I wouldn't do that. So why would anybody do it? That's crazy. Mm -hmm. that you say that. Why would you say that about me and people like me? But like, man, I heard somebody say something. I cannot remember what it was, but it like hit the switch. And it was just like, it's not all of us, but it's enough of us yes. that don't do it. So you might as well just call mm -hmm. all of us out to make sure mm -hmm. that we know it. And like, I get why some dudes be offended because it's like how I just said, but I just don't understand why dudes do it. And I want to know why y'all feel that way. Because I don't know why y'all feel that way. I just know that it's going on. Well, I've seen the motherfucker smack a woman with a skateboard. Oh, that's so I understand. <laughs> you feel me? Because it was men taping that in the dumpster shit. That threw me mm -hmm. just over the board. And that made me mad, right? But it also made me mad to hear what people say. Because I know I know people that then like ran down the street and like punched a woman, right? Mm -hmm. But to say that like, if somebody smacked my sister with a skateboard or threw in a dumpster, like I would have did this and that, but like you be doing that to somebody, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it's so, it don't like so. Yes, please, like tell me why. So, I I want to like differentiate like violence toward women 
black men not protecting black women. So I don't want to get those two confused because like, I feel like the reason why I don't feel safe or that I feel protected around black men is not because I've seen a video of a black man smacking a black woman. Uh, I don't think that, I mean, that's completely wrong, of course, but I don't think that that when I when I talk about this topic, that's not what I'm talking about. That's that to me, that's man on woman violence. When I when when we talk about me as a black woman not feeling safe or protected by a black man, I'm gonna go off of the this experience that I have. So I was at a bar with coworkers, two black men, one white female, myself. We literally got into a debate because one of my black male coworkers said that black men are more oppressed than black women. And for the life of me, I could not wrap my head around that statement because how, how? So, Imagine just me, I'm now I'm, I'm, you know, we didn't had a couple of drinks. So now I'm like emotional, tipsy and trying to stay cool because if I start learn, oh, of course I started getting aggressive and I started being labeled as aggressive when I started passionate about what I was saying. So now it's like, well, calm down. Do you need a hug? Do you need, no, no, I'm fine. But to hear the, this black man who is supposed to be who I am looked at to look at as my protector tell me that he's more oppressed than me as a black man because he's getting killed by the police because he's being targeted because those reasons not realizing that black men yes they are being killed at a I at least I think I don't know the statistics but black men are being, from what I'm seeing, black men are being killed at a much more larger rate than black women. Why though? Because the people who are killing black men see them as a threat. Now, the key word in that sentence is see them. Us as women and black women at that, we are not seen as a person. We are not seen as a being. We are ignored. We are treated like property and sometimes like shit. I would rather be murdered because someone sees me as a threat than be looked over as not even worthy of being on earth because I'm a woman and I'm incapable and I'm that. So in that moment at that bar, it, this might be because I was like getting drunk, but I literally did not feel safe. I felt like, because the only ally that I had in that moment was my white female coworker. And it was only because she was a female that she could relate to me. So imagine me sitting in a bar with two black men who are both telling me that I am not more oppressed than them and giving me all these reasons. And I have my white female coworker stating, no, you guys are wrong. Black women are the most oppressed because we are a double minority. We are a woman and we're black. Black men, you're, you're black, 
but because you're a man, you're superior over women because that's just the gender fucking bias in America. But try explaining that while you're sitting at a bar with two black men who you're supposed to be feel protected by, but they they can't protect you because they're too busy complaining about why they're more oppressed than you are. How am I supposed to feel safe with somebody who feels like who feels that way? Now, in my in my mind, I feel like if someone were to come and attack me, they weren't they won't be defending me because I'm a black woman. They would just be simply defending me because I'm a woman and I'm helpless. Because they they society is saying that because I'm a woman, I can't fend for myself or whatever society says. Not because this is my black queen, this is my 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 this is a black woman that I am sworn to protect because this is who brought me on this earth. It's simply because you're a woman, you're incapable. So it's nice to help you. It'll be a good deed to help you, but to protect you on the level of this is my duty as a black man? No, not at all. I got a story about that, right? And it's not like I did anything special. So like where I used to live, uh, I had saw this chick with like all these scratches and, fr- and bruises and shit on her face or whatever, mm-hmm. like on her leg. And like she had came outside or whatever and she was like hair all fucked up, like halfway dressed, talking about like she had to go to work. Her boyfriend had like beat her up because she wanted to go mm-hmm. see her mom. Blase, yeah. blase. And she's like, can I just use the phone? I'm like, yeah, sure. Use my phone. Call you need to call. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I live right here. You know, mm-hmm. if you ever just need to get the fuck out the house or you need something like you come here, blah, blah, blah. Right. So mm-hmm. I tell my I tell my folks that like later, maybe like a week later, or, like a day or two later, something like that. And they're like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what you mean? Why would I do that? And it's like, you don't know what she did. And it's like, I, I really don't care what she did. You feel me? Like, I like there's I don't have no logic behind it. Like I saw it and that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Like That's how I feel. Like I saw it and that's what you do. Like, that's mm-hmm. it. Like, everything ain't got to be, like, you don't have to put no cape on to do anything. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't have to be, like, super nigga. For real, you don't. Yeah. Like, you just have to do what you know is right. And, like, I, I don't understand how people don't be feeling that way. I I don't know, because I'm not going to say I don't know nobody like that, but, like, I don't see it. I, I haven't yeah, yeah, seen yeah. it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, as an adult, maybe when I was younger, I saw it, but, like, I knew I didn't want to be like that. I knew I didn't want to put my hands on women mm-hmm. or nothing mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I, I I didn't know that I never felt unsafe until that moment. Until that moment I was in that bar and these both of the like and it's and it's and I felt like no matter what I said to justify my point, it was like they were hearing but, but they were it was just like they were like, but what about me? And it was just as a black man. And I'm like it, it, it's kind of like the Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter argument. It's yeah. like, no, we're. N- I'm not saying that you're not being killed at alarming rates. No one's saying that. I'm telling you that I'm way more oppressed than you would ever think. And for you to look at me and say no and make these excuses of why not, how would you, how are you going to protect me with that mindset? Yeah. And so for me, it was just like, now I know everybody's not like that. I know every black man is not like that. 
but it's just certain things. And, and I never knew these two felt that way. I would have been never. So then you talk about me as a black woman. Am I just supposed to always know that black men are supposed to protect me? Because had we not went to that bar, I would have never known that they felt this way. And to me, I just feel like that type of thinking or them feeling that way interrupts them of their duty or whatever it is for them to protect me. Like as a black woman, not just as a woman that's in distress or incapable, just like, yo, no, I'm going to protect this black woman by any means necessary. Not that she, not because she can't do it, but, but that's because that's my job as a black man, or that's what I was put on this earth for or whatever. However, yo, I don't know what the, what the um the 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 requirement is? Cause why but, the fuck would I not? <laughs> you feel, like that's how I feel. Cause why would and, I not? Exactly. Like, there is no. Why would I not? That's it. Just like why would I not? Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Like everybody does. Everybody's going to do something wrong in life. But like, mm -hmm. like, why would I not? You know what I mean? That's just it. That's just like I don't yeah. have no life. And and it's because no it is so simple for you. It's so simple for yeah. you because it comes so natural. But just think like when you think about somebody who who want, who's gonna have your back, like you want to think about somebody that's gonna have your back no matter what. Like no matter what, they're not gonna stop and think like, oh, I got his back up until then this happened. Then it's something gonna happen to me. Then it's like, okay, well I can't help you with that, but I can help you with this. No, like. Because if black men are supposed to protect, if I'm supposed to be protected by a black man, I don't want shit to get in your way of protecting me. So if you're telling me that black men are more oppressed than than black women, that means you're gonna stop and think before you protect me to make sure that you're good. And that mindset is going to somehow stop you from protecting me. I don't want that because then you're not protecting me. You're protecting yourself or you're, you're protecting me out of convenience so let's just say you know i'm out there like like if old girl was out there getting her eyes be about to do in public and nobody is coming out there to help her because they're either like well i don't know what she did what if he shoot me the police gonna come and they gonna look at a black man and think it's me so i'm not gonna get involved in that but that's not a protector but i'm supposed to walk out into the world and believe that black men are my protector how when they have mindsets like that so yeah that shit it baffles me it baffles me i remember when i was like in high school like i read the same book twice i think my mom made me read it i'm not sure she just mm -hmm. kept i don't know anyway it was a great <laughs> book it's called like envy of the world and like okay. what i had got from it because every time i read it i felt so good the envy of the world was like all right so like the black man is the envy of the world Mm -hmm. And like it could be the black woman, but her greatest weakness is the black man. And that mm -hmm. is why we are the protector. Because we all have seen in this world s some some women do some crazy shit for men. Mm -hmm. Us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you'd be like, why would she? Like, because she cannot help herself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like that doesn't really happen to men too often. But it's like because she cannot help herself. This is this is her attachment. And like, that's yeah. who we are. That's why we are protected. Because mm -hmm. we become that attachment. And like, mm -hmm. I don't know, man. That's and I don't, 
I don't want to like, I want to walk a thin line by saying this because I, I do believe that like, for me, when I see a black man, there's, there's no limits to what I will do to save that man. Like, but I, I also don't want to promote like, like I wanted to use the example of like a woman staying in a situation, like in a relationship too long when she's doing, when, when she's not being treated right. So I don't, I want to walk on the line because I don't want to say that, promote that that's okay. Cause it's not definitely lead. But at the same time, it's kind of like that where, you know, we want to do whatever we can to help and protect, but the, it's not reciprocated with with everybody, with every black man. That's not reciprocated. Because yeah. it's some it's, it's it's more than it's more it's more good than bad. But you still don't want the bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. Like yeah. it's more good than bad, but you still don't want the bad. That's mm-hmm. all. Like no one like nothing is a monolith. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like I absolutely get it. And um so another thing yeah. I wanted to talk about just like in general, I guess we can like stay in the same same realm. Like oh, the whole thing about because uh, I want to stay on just like black women not being okay. able to um, sometimes be like introverts at work. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And uh, I absolutely have uh, seen that situation play out at work when someone mm-hmm. just comes to work, does their work, and leaves. And there mm-hmm. might be a few people that they they you know, are cool with, but that's it. They leave. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people don't like that. Like At all. Like and, like, that goes for, like, in general. It doesn't matter yeah. the race. Like, people don't yeah. like that. They think that you have to be, like, I had I had somebody that I worked with before that would be at work and not speak to anyone the entire day. And I would mm-hmm. get phone calls, like, you know, where's this person at? Blase, blase. And I could be standing mm-hmm. next to her. Like, yeah. that type of. And I used yeah. to think it was ridiculous because they would be like, oh, she has an attitude and blah, blah, blah. And like, what did she say to you? Oh, she she doesn't say anything. Well, then what's the problem? And I never liked that. I still don't like it because I don't no, understand no. why someone has to, you know, be your friend at work. No, they absolutely don't. And I have this coworker who is just like that. She literally never comes. So like with my job, we literally don't have to be at the office to do our job because we do we do therapy in the home. So I'm mm-hmm. at my clients' houses. And so normally when I come into the office is to do some paperwork or print something out or maybe I got some downtime to catch up on, whatever. So she literally does not, or we have a standing meeting every Wednesday. So I'm usually at the office during that time. And so is she. So she literally comes in, does what she has to do and leave right out. She doesn't talk to nobody, anybody. And I've been sitting in the lunchroom with with other people who are necessarily not like in our unit but like other units that are in our wing of our office and literally they've been like why is she like that like she don't speak to nobody like but here's what i've learned because i used to be that way it's an anxiety response um i'm very social and it's funny because there there are different um ways that anxiety like portrays itself or reflects so like for me i'm very social but sometimes just because i'm social doesn't always mean that i'm um that i'm not anxious sometimes me being social is my anxiety it's just i'm like trying to take control of it by like jumping into the fire and whatever 
But like, I've noticed like I used to be where if I can't, so if somebody can't read you automatically, they think that you don't like them. They think that they did something wrong. They, they think that you think you're better than them just because they simply can't read your emotions. So like, if I say something very direct and like you, I don't have no emotion in my voice or my tone or emphasis in what I'm saying. And the person who's receiving that doesn't know, like I could simply just be like, no. And they'll be like, well, she got a smart mouth. She, she just an asshole. But it was just like, all I said was no. But because I didn't say, oh no, no, I'm sorry, no. Or no, the fuck, I don't want to do that. They can't read the no to know if it's a good no, a bad no, or whatever. But it's just a simple no. no. But because they can't read that from you, they automatically jump to you don't you don't like them. Cause I used to be that way because it was it was my other end of my anxiety. Like just um actually just this week, while I was working out, I was running and I ran past this girl who actually um she was ahead of everybody. But like, while I was running in my group, I'm kind of like the motivator. So I'm like, good job, let's go, blah, blah, Usually I'm in the front, but this time I wasn't. So I was like, you know, good job. And the girl that was in the front, I said, good job, girl, keep going. And she just looked at me and kept going. Now, me back in the day, I would have been like, oh my God, why didn't she speak to me? She don't like me, she just looked straight through me. Is she mad at me, did I say something? But literally like, number one, not everybody responds to shit the same way you respond to shit. I had to learn that. And number two, you don't know what's going on in somebody's mind. She could have been so fucking focused. She could have been too tired. She could have not even heard me. She could have responded like her response could have been delayed. She could have said thank you and I didn't hear her. She probably has a lot of stuff on her mind and she probably didn't like me. Who cares? Like, but I think that's the problem when you are, when you have that anxious nature of like not knowing how to read people, you then feel insecure in your own self. So yeah, that's my that's theory. That's my theory of why people get upset. And then black women just being introverts, it's just like you said, we can't be introverts because people think we got an attitude or we're being a bitch or we don't like you. We can't simply just come to work and do our work and leave. We have to be chipper. We have to be, we have to be friendly. And if we're not, that means something's wrong. Now we're being passive aggressive. And, you know, all these words that people like to describe Black women with when we're not doing what they want us to do. So That so just made you, me think, like, what one word would I describe Black women with? If you, if you have, know. like, your coworker or whatever, and she came in and she just did what she needed to do and leave and didn't talk. Like, what would you think of her? I wouldn't care. I didn't care. Like she worked with me, I didn't care. Like it yeah. didn't matter to me. Like she did her job. Like it, it mm -hmm. never mattered. And she worked for me and it never mattered to me at mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, okay, well that's who she is. And that's fine. Shit. Some people don't got nothing to talk about with you, so why would they talk to you? Some people exactly. live completely different lives. Nothing y'all mm -hmm. going to talk about going to translate. Mm -hmm. Maybe mm -hmm. they don't do it. Yeah, like, and it's not it personal. Be. but people. And it could it be age gap, too. Some people don't want to yeah. talk to people too much older than them. They find mm -hmm. no, there's nothing in it for them. Yeah. Some old people don't have shit to say. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's just yeah. the truth. Culturally, yeah. it could be something yeah. culturally, like 
We don't we don't just go up a lot of um, different cultures. They don't just go up and start talking up for people they don't know. Yeah. Like, and it, it has nothing to do with anything personal to you. That's just like, I'm not, I don't know you. That's not what we do, yeah. I'm like, I'm fine with that. And some people are like, you know. Yeah. Fucking mm-hmm. son. And that's cool too, yeah. to be whoever you want to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I do have, a, <laughs> I do have a thing where, because I'm very social. So I'm, yeah. I'm a morning person. So I remember I was working at this one place and there was a guy who was like, you know, one of those not morning people. <laughs> and so I would say, I would be like, oh, good morning. And he literally would just like walk right past me, would not acknowledge me, wouldn't even look at me, wouldn't do shit. And I would be like, I respect that. Okay, cool. Like, but don't come at, cause, and, and he would just be like, you know, I'm not a morning person. But for me, I could respect you not being a morning person. I just need, and maybe this is, maybe I was asking too much because I felt like you could do something. If somebody is talking to you, you could at least just wink, nod, smile, do something smart. Look at me like, bitch, why are you talking to me? Something, acknowledge me. Because then, because he was like, oh, I'm not a morning person. And then one time he came to me and was like, oh, can you do this, this, and that for me? I was like, oh, I'm not a do this, this, and that type of person. Like, you can't, <laughs> you, mm-mm, no. Like, yeah. that type of thing. Now, I like, I don't mind that you're not a morning person. I don't want you to be a morning person. But, I mean, you could at least just try to acknowledge somebody that's talking to you, whether a gesture or something. I'm not asking you to jump up and down, but. Yeah. yeah, just don't be a dick about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, I completely understand that. Um, all right, so this right here is just something I personally, just something I've been dealing with, right? So I ain't gonna say dealing with. I just, how do I put this? Um, how do you feel about the value of friendship? I take it very, very serious value of friendship is is just valuable like that is the word like it's not to be taken lightly um friendship is everything it's kind of like almost like you're another a different category of a soulmate i was just talking to my best friend about that on twitter like it's a different type of soulmate <laughs> It's very important to me. Yeah, I feel like that too. Like, I feel like friendship is very important. And I feel like when somebody, I do, I don't want to say betray your friendship, but like, mm-hmm. you know, done some, do some unfriend-like shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just be making me so fucking angry. <laughs> so like some, un- like, like, like what? Give me an example. Um... I can't. Okay. Because I'm gonna be I, honest with you. I have no way to explain it without being angry. But I'm gonna tell you why I'm angry. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I talked to my mother for like 45 minutes about this shit. So like this is why I'm angry. Because I just don't expect somebody that I, I I feel like a friend to do some unfriend like shit. You know okay. what I mean? Uh-huh. And if you do, I would want you to tell me why, and mm-hmm. then we could either. All right, I'm good or not. Okay. Like, don't do 
fuck shit yeah. and not say anything about it. Because yeah, I'm one yeah. of the people that I'm not going to judge you by what mm-hmm. you did. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm going to judge you off of who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I feel. Like, you judge people off who they are because everybody does yeah. all type of stuff. So, like, that's what upset me. That, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, like, if I ask you what it is, you should mm-hmm. say what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but I talked to my mother, and I got to this point almost of, like, um, I came to my conclusion almost. I'm, like, this far away. Mm-hmm. Like, you cannot control the things that people do. Therefore, you cannot control how people make you feel. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at. But, like, <laughs> like for some reason, all yesterday, like, I just wanted to throw hands. I, for no reason, right? And I'm just like, just like, it don't make no sense. Like, mm-hmm. like you just, like you don't make no sense. You just mm-hmm. upset about you. You be upset mm-hmm. about it today and tomorrow. Then you not be upset about it either. But I understand why I bother you mm-hmm. because it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I know that's hard to find because I'm not telling you what it is. But like, no, it's okay. I'm, 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 I'm like rolling with it. Yeah. So, like, I feel like the value of friendship is a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's enough to fight over. Like, like literally fight over. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Because, honestly, I feel like if friendship is literally up there with all the other ships in your life. Like, it's as complicated and as much work as a as a marriage, as a mother-daughter, dad, dad, daughter, whatever, it's up there as a relationship. I think any relationship should be taken serious and valued. Um, Now, people are going to make mistakes, which I think you were kind of touching on. People are going to make mistakes. You make a mistake, we talk about it, and that's fine. But to continuously do it over and over and showing me that you don't value our friendship, you don't value me, Oh, excuse me. Um, that's when it becomes like, okay, this is, this is getting, this is not, this is not working. So, but well, it happened one time, but that's all that need to be. <laughs> it's so funny because I don't believe I really in forgiveness. I'm not that, <laughs> I don't believe in forgiveness. It's okay. What? Wait, what? I don't believe in forgiveness. I'm not that Why good of a not? person. Like, I don't believe in forgiveness. For Why what? not? For what? Who who needs For that? you. For you. I don't. I don't. Wow. I don't really need it. Why? For what? For you. Like what what will forgiving somebody do for me? And what will somebody forgiving me do for them? Or So for it's not about them when it comes to forgiveness. Um, fuck them. It ain't about what they're going to get out of it. Forgiveness is very personal. Forgiveness is to relieve you from any energy, uh, bad vibe, bad emotion that this person has transferred onto you. Because if you, if you continue, you're going to just continue to be angry. I heard you say something. You said, you can't control how somebody makes you feel. And I don't think that's true. I think you absolutely can. Is it hard? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because when someone does something to you that hurts you, that's like feelings are very real. Like you're going to feel them. 
But at the same time, forgiveness comes in the power of not allowing that person to continue to dictate how you feel on a daily basis. I'm so because stubborn, but it makes sense. I, I know. No, it, I, I totally get it. It's not easy. Forgiveness is so not easy. Nothing that, like, when it comes to healing and, like, that shit ain't easy at all. It, and it's not going to happen overnight. But when you talk about forgiveness, it's not for the other person. And I think that's what I think a lot of people get wrapped up in because they think that if I forgive them, I'm letting them slide. I'm letting the thing, I'm letting them know that what they did was okay. And I'm, let, and I'm letting them know that I'm open for them to do it again. And it's not that at all. It's really not that at all. Forgiveness is saying, I'm going to accept the fact that you did something that hurt me, but I'm not going to hold on to this. I'm going to let it go. And I'm going to accept the fact that you're going to be the person that you're going to be and that you did what you did. But I'm also going to set up boundaries to say that, yeah, you did what you did and it might have been a mistake. It might have been on purpose, but it ain't going to happen. I'm not going to let it happen again to me. I'm not going to allow you to do that again to me. I'm not going to allow you to continuously make me make my body feel a certain way, such as anger or sadness or whatever. I'm not going to let you have that control over my feelings, over my body. Every time I think about this situation. And I only know that because I had to do that when it came to forgiving my dad. I was so angry. And every time I would think about it, it would make me angry. It translates into other areas of my life, like relationships, like dating, like the men I attract. And it's like, no, fuck that. I ain't forgiving nothing. Like, you should have never did what you did, blah, blah, blah. I ain't forgiving you. And it's not for that person. It's for you to let go and not allow what, those, what that person's actions for you not to carry that person's actions like in energy in your body with you day by day. So I would encourage you to think about it that way, but, but feelings are very real. Like when someone does something to you, like it does make you angry. It's okay. We're human. We're going to feel feelings. But I think at the end of the day, that forgiveness or whatever you want to call it because maybe maybe forgiveness isn't what you want to call it or maybe that's not the word for you maybe you want to call it something else because sometimes i get strung up on words too like i hate the phrase um you know how when like you break up with somebody and somebody said oh well now you can focus on yourself i hate that shit like every time <laughs> I focusing on me. like my bills were still getting paid i was still going to work i was still doing everything that i I, like, you don't think I was focusing on me just because you was getting at my extra time? But yeah. I had to rephrase it. Like, I had to be like, okay, better myself or uh, find things that makes me happy, whatever, which is my equivalent to focus on yourself. I hate that. So for you, it might me be too. just a different word. Yeah, it might be reframing the word or not using the word, but I think forgiveness is absolutely important and it's not for the other person but definitely for you so you don't go insane because you just said you've been in a mood all week. Oh, no, I was in a mood because it. of work. I was in a oh, mood okay. because of work. Oh, okay. But, like, well, I was in a mood. Yet I was in a mood yesterday. 
Oh, I was in a mood okay. yesterday for sure. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about it. Because I was like, I want to do like everybody be like, like, because I just value friendship on a different level. Like, it's people no, like I me totally just cool do. with like some people and shit. But like my friends, like my real friends, yeah. like we live like around each other. Like they, yeah, like if yeah, I don't yeah. answer the door, I mean, if I don't answer the phone for a couple of days, they can come right to where I live at and knock on my yeah. door. Like yeah. we're that close. Like it's two minutes to me to get. Oh, to my, my best my friend friends. calls me. My best friend calls me and be like, I'm on my way and literally walks through my front door. I have another friend who has a key to my house. So these relationships are very like important and should be valued. But I, you can't even talk about the situation without getting angry. And maybe it's because it's still new. Maybe it's fresh. I don't know. But I just don't want you to feel that way for the rest of your life every time you talk about this situation you get angry because you haven't let it go because sometimes i do and then sometimes yeah. i don't and that's okay but like all right like i i'll tell you later. if you like, don't you, want to tell me it's okay no no because really i'm gonna tell fine. you so no i'm gonna tell you so you can all the way understand i just tell you later <laughs> because i got a reason why I, I don't even be telling people but like it was just only yesterday and my uh, was like nigga you know just yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just like, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, so, like, the last thing that I, I, I wanted to talk about, uh, which I always want to hear from people, is just mm. what really shapes your perspective? <sighs> what shapes your perspective? Um, every single different thing I learned. Mm-hmm. Like I realized that like you live like your your journey through life is like different lives. Like yeah, yeah, your yeah. childhood is a different life from like when you're whatever they call it adolescent. I don't know if I'm using mm-hmm. it right. And then mm-hmm. you're a teenager, and then yeah. like you like a young adult, and then you're 25 and you're a real adult. And yeah, then you're yeah, 30 yeah. and then you're like a real person. Adult, adult. And then yeah. on, and then on yeah. and on. Cause I don't know what the other ones feel like. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. these are like different phases of life. You're gonna be different people and you're gonna meet yeah. different people and yeah. absorb it. And then like you just look different. Like I tell mm. everybody, like the biggest thing that changed for me and how I looked at stuff was real life when I found out after I went to college that all white people weren't rich. When I found that out, I stopped feeling like certain ways when I seen people like mm. My first day of college, like, I met this dude. Well, maybe, like, my first week I met this dude. And, like, he had my dream car in college. I'm like, how did you get that? He was like, uh, like, I just worked construction all summer. And I don't know, I got lucky, got a gig. And I, like, spent all my money on this car. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. So that's how that happened. Like, I mean, he might have just, you know, whatever, had the opportunity to just do yeah. that that summer. But, like, that was, I realized. And I talked to, like, people's parents and shit. And they was like, no, nah, mm-hmm. we just do this. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. We yeah. don't keep the extra money that we get from like his college checks and stuff. We send it back so he don't have as much money mm-hmm. on loans, like stuff like that that I just never knew about. So, yeah. just every phase of life when I start learning different stuff and start reading more, that's what shaped mm-hmm. my perspective because life yeah. changes every single day. Like we live yeah. in like this extreme change of time right now. For sure. So for everybody's sure. going to be different after this, and that's what shapes mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I wanted to like steer away from saying experience, but literally experience is literally yeah. what shapes my perspective of how I see everything. Um, my experience, like what I go through, what I've learned, let like everything. Um, even like I have a daughter, so like seeing her, like listening to her shapes my perspective of things. Um 
literally the smallest thing, like going a certain route to work and then having to switch it up because I don't know, construction or stuff like that little thing could, it could shape my perspective. So definitely like just my experiences um, as I navigate through the world, um, trying to figure everything out is definitely what shapes my um, perspective. Um, other people's perspective when they give their views shapes my perspective. Um, where I am at the time, like, I don't, anything, anything and everything, anything yeah. and everything, like, shapes my perspective. And just, I want to let people know that, like, it's okay for your perspective to change because if you're not evolving, you're not living. Like, you're not, if you're staying the same, because that, that's basically what that is. Like, if you're not changing and evolving, you're basically dead. Because that's what yes. you're supposed to do as a human. So Absolutely. This just popped in my head. This is the last thing I got to ask you. I don't know why, but I always wanted to ask you this. <laughs> Do you really still believe that gender roles are necessary? I absolutely do for the construct of human life. Mm -hmm. But do you, do you, and this has nothing LGBT, uh, all the rest of the letters connected to it. This is just, I feel like gender roles are needed to construct, to sustain life. If you go too much out of them, it's over with. But do you still believe that gender roles are necessary? So I'm pretty like, in some of my perspective and my mindset, I'm pretty traditional. So I do feel like they, they are necessary for whatever that, whoever that works for and for whatever situation you're in. I don't see anything wrong with it. Like, because if that's what you want to do, if that's what, that's how y'all want to operate, that's how you want to operate. Where I see a problem is, is when, when it's like an obligation. So for me, when I get married, I probably, like, my foundation will probably be very traditional. Like, somebody asked me the other day, like, would I hyphenate my name or would I just take the last name? I'm like, no, I'm taking the last name because traditionally, that's just what I know a marriage is. Um, it goes into that whole argument that, you know, Twitter and social media has every couple years about you paying half the rent or whole the whole rent, like, for me, to be honest, because I didn't grow up with gender roles. My mom was a single mom and she did everything. But I still like have some sense of like, okay, this is what I feel like a man should do. This is what I feel like I should do as a woman. Um, but then like, it just depends on the situation. Like me and my child's father, we're not together, but he's an amazing cook. I would probably never cook if we were together. Like why? When he does it better. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, yeah, that makes, yeah, that makes sense. Like, um, but then, like, I'm very independent, but, like, I was, I was talking about this on Twitter this week. I'm not mowing no fucking lawn. So. <laughs> I hate man, seeing women mow the lawn. I respect it, though. I respect it because I know two women, and they both told me, like, they were like, listen, my man works, and he pretty much rich. I mow the fucking lawn. If he doing shit, that. I'm going to mow the lawn. I and like I respect it because they was like, I'm a motor lawn, nigga rich. Yeah. I don't need why yeah. I'm motor lawn. You feel me? Yeah, I respect sure. it. But I also just like when I just don't like seeing women motor yeah. lawn. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so yeah like traditionally in my mind it's just i have certain and society has influenced that perspective of like there are certain things that i want a man to do but but i'm not privy to not do it like i would totally be down for mowing the line like if my man worked night shift or some something or he worked in a day and i didn't work like okay babe he bringing food home or he gonna do something we i don't know okay i could mow the line like there's gonna be a compromise somewhere so i'm totally i'm traditional but i'm down for breaking the norm like i'm not like set in stone for like the whole 50 50 or whole rent debate i don't know at this point whatever I'm works sick, i'm sick of paying bills like by myself please take a portion of these damn bills please help me like i don't care who paid the rent who do this. like just let, let's get a system as long as the bills is getting paid but you got some women who are like no like my dad legit pay i have a friend whose father literally paid all the bills and still pays you know her phone bill and her uh her uh car insurance and her car note and she feels when she gets married she will never touch those bills like those bills will now be passed on to the man like she will never in her life pay those bills because her father that was the example that she got and that's that that example shaped her perspective on how her husband how her marriage is going to work i can't do nothing but respect that who am i to tell man. her that that's wrong like no because so, she knows what she wants but she exactly. she knows what she wants, and like she'll find the man that's able because her father exactly. did that because he was able. And exactly. like, I don't find nothing wrong with that. The only thing I don't like is when people be trying to get married and you ain't got no job. Because oh, yeah. like, I remember <laughs> long ass time ago, one of my homegirls told me she came from church, and the pastor had told her a man without a job don't need no family. He need to work. He need to he need to be able to afford to have a family. How you gonna have a family? You ain't got no job. You know what I mean? And that's real. Like that's it is. that's some truth. Like I don't I'm not even getting into like the street part or nothing. Like in general, mm -hmm. why do you have a family if you don't have a job? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So priority. Like, how you how you prepare how you propose? Like <laughs> it, 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 and it, there are so many situations where it's that. And somehow I don't even want to say they make it work because, like, is it really working? But, like... Yeah, I ain't going to knock you because some people just, you know, they might be in a part, right? But I'm saying, like, yeah. don't go for it before you have a foundation. Yeah, so, like, like, you have yeah. to have... Like, even if you ain't got the house, just have the foundation mm -hmm. so that y'all can start building. Like, bring... Like, fuck the table. Just bring, like, a slab. Feel me? Yeah. We'll decorate this bitch I, after we get done yeah. building. Yes. And that's I, the part about 50 50 I don't like is mm -hmm, that, like, mm -hmm. right now I'm still building. I need you to come build with me. Then we just mm -hmm, hop in here together. Mm -hmm, I'll probably mm -hmm. be able to take care of all the rest of this. But, like, if you're not willing to build with me, how can I mm -hmm. even trust that you're going to know what to do if anything ever happened to keep us where we mm -hmm. at now? Like, that's a big part of everything. I think every man should think about that when, like, you're looking at a woman. It's like, you can take care of everything. Just mm -hmm. make sure that you believe in her. Yeah, that yeah, she'll yeah. be able to handle things if anything ever happened to you. Like you break yeah, your legs or you sure. pass away. You don't want to mm -hmm. have to sell all your shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like stuff like yeah. that. It ain't nothing in general. Yeah. Like ain't got nothing to do with, you know, whatever they call it, go digging or blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You know, it's men that go dig. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. 
I always wanted like a Twitter be having me rolling because it just have oh. all the stereotypes come out and they all be hilarious. I don't like the short jokes, but the rest <laughs> of it cool. <laughs> the rest of it cool though. Like that short shit don't fly. I don't like the short jokes. Because it's not real life. Either I'm either I'm really confident or my aura makes me like six five. I know I'm like six foot, but like maybe oh, my so, aura okay. makes me six five. But like I don't understand how like one, I don't understand how people like for real get upset about short jokes. Like I think all the short shit funny. Mm-hmm. I just like talking about it so I can hear what people say because like in real That's life nobody yeah. cares. No in real at life all. nobody cares. But like sure. on the internet, <laughs> you, gotta, like, you cannot be like, where, yes. so you got to be 6'5", 250, mm-hmm. bearded. Mm-hmm. 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 But it's, it is what it is. That was the last thing I want to say. It is what it is. I still love black yeah. Twitter. I only follow mostly all black women and then my big homie Peanut. But everything <laughs> else is just all black women. Just I just randomly follow whoever I follow that I think sound interesting. Yeah, yeah. no, black Twitter is amazing. I love it. And um and uh thank you, Nautica, for being a part thank of Around the Way. No I hope problem. everybody enjoyed it. Yes. Uh it was great. Yes, thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right, we out, y'all. Yo, everybody, thanks for listening. Before we get out of here, you know I gotta hit you with the quote from Around the Way. And this one comes from Emmanuel Ocho, and I think it's very fitting for this conversation today. Um more is caught then is taught, but there is hope because of conversation. Sit with that.